What's going on, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Panthers Pour, a Carolina Panthers podcast. I'm your host, Nate, and we're here uh, coming to you live from Kannapolis, North Carolina, as always, with none other than the... Adam. And we're here to talk about week 11 of Carolina Panthers football. The Panthers suffered a 13-3 loss on the road in Baltimore. Baker Baker Mayfield was our starting quarterback on Sunday, and uh, overall, you know, I think I, I go back to what I said when we did our Week 11 predictions, right? And what I said was, and I quote, this should be an exciting game. At least we'll know something. And something that I know after watching that football game is that uh, I was wrong because it was not in any way at all, shape, or form exciting. Uh, the, the Ravens scored right before halftime. They uh, scored their field goal right before yeah, halftime. Yeah, it wasn't a touchdown until the fourth quarter. Yeah, there wasn't a, there wasn't a touchdown in, until the fourth quarter. This game was a 3-3 three to three, no by, uh, punt fest. This was a showcase of punters up until halfway to go, I mean, till seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter, and then the game was over. That, the game ended at seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter. I don't care what happened after that. The minute the Ravens scored that touchdown and made it a 13-3 to lead, it was over with. And especially with this team, we're not expecting much out of the offense defensively, anyway. Defensively, we did put on a good show, though. I could say that. We I did, mean, yeah. Defense was looking good and, and hungry. and uh, It was cold and windy. Yeah. Jeremy Chin's back, right? Yeah, yeah Jeremy Chin was back. back, so... Jeremy Chin being back was uh, a good thing to see. Dante Jackson out, though, for the rest of the season. All right, I want to get into um, I want to get into what I was wrong about. What were you I were, wrong about? I was wrong. I said Baker was going to throw for two touchdowns and 250 yards. He did get to 200, no touchdowns. There wasn't two touchdowns in the whole game, which was nope. Baker didn't throw two touchdowns. So I was wrong about that. But what I was right about was we are running this offense the same way no matter who the quarterback is. Baker Mayfield had 108 yards. It's not because Baker did because Baker missed passes or Baker threw stupid passes. No. Baker was like 11 for 13 at one point for like 60 yards. The reason being we are running the ball and throwing screen passes, whether it's P.J. Walker or whether it's Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield threw his two interceptions in garbage time when the game was over. The game was over. The minute the Ravens scored a touchdown, this game was over because touchdowns come at a premium. It was a field, it was a field goal fest, and, we, and they had the best field goal kicker maybe in history, and we had little Eddie Pinero. So it wasn't looking good from that point. But Baker's two interceptions in garbage time wasn't nothing. It, 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 we can't – I'm not going to hate Baker Mayfield yeah, I mean, for those two, two point, interceptions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, He wasn't given a chance to throw interceptions in the first quarter or the second quarter or the third quarter. They opened the playbook open, – they opened the playbook to Baker when we was down 13-3. That's when they let Baker – do anything he wanted. And he threw, he threw two interceptions in desperation. So, that's where we'll go with that. Yeah, I've seen a lot of unnecessary Baker hate on Sunday. Um, like I said, I, I don't think it was... I mean, 
looking at it from you've been watching whatever, whoever for the last three weeks now. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't foresee the outcome of that game being any different had it been Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, or PJ Walker. I just don't, I, I don't, I don't foresee it. You're, you're exactly right when you're saying. I mean, it was the same. It's the same. It's the same book, you know. I, I don't. I don't think he did anything different than what PJ would have done his his damn self because. You're right. It's the same. It was watching the same football game, and you're right. I, they they were giving him hell about those two interceptions, and I'm like, what does it matter? Like, what? Where do you? Where do you get off? You know. Like, I guess that's my question. Like, it's just, what did you? What did you expect him to do at that point? I mean, yeah, that, that's the way I felt too. Is I'm not hating on Baker because I knew they was going to run this offense the same way. If Deontay Foreman gets another 150 yards in this game, scores two touchdowns, Baker Mayfield starts again next week because that's where our offense is leading. It's we're going to run the ball. We're going to throw short screen passes to. Every receiver, Chenault Smith, hell, they were even throwing screen passes to Tommy Tremble. Um, but that that's that's the offense. That's the offense everybody is going to play under. Which brings us to uh, the other big news. Sam Darnold is back in the starting lineup. It's the true quarterback carousel. Yeah, we, we called it. We said you we're going to see all three, three quarterbacks. You're going to see all three, and you damn sure did. And then oh, I damn sure will. And I believe Sam is the best of the three. I believe he is the cream of the crop. I believe, and that's a, not a, a, a very good crop, but he is the cream of it. I think he has the better football IQ out of all three quarterbacks. I think after watching on Sunday, something that I, I do hope for and something I think will happen is if it's not already been proved before, I think this was a solid example, and I think Sunday may be the same because track record shows, again, it doesn't really matter who's who's the quarterback. I mean, our, we're going to run the same plays. So we'll see Sunday for sure. I think this Sunday will put the icing on the cake, but I think this week, or week 11, did a pretty good job of solidifying this fact as well. I think Wilkes will be your coach next season, but I also think that uh, – I think McAdoo's out next year. I, I don't. I don't foresee that. Hap- I, I can't foresee that happening again. I just would hope and pray to God that it wouldn't. I don't we'll see. I don't understand how McAdoo still has a job. Right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's that. There's that to be said too. Obviously, but it's obvious that I could run this playbook. You know, I could go up there and call, screen pass to Chanel, hand it to Foreman. Uh, he only Foreman only had like thirty yards. I mean, like we are twenty four. Yeah, 24 we are, we are as predictable as it comes. By the at the game we was at by the third quarter, we knew what they was going to do. You know how we knew when the referee says number seventy five is now eligible. Yeah. Remember how many times we heard yeah. that? You know why? Because we're running six offensive linemen and we're handing the ball to Foreman and running and running away with six offensive linemen. That's what our offense is. We're running six offensive linemen 
running foreman, that shit don't work. We got nothing. <laughs> we got absolutely nothing. If if anything, I want to give a shout out to our defense. That's it. That's the only people I'm shouting out. You know, we had we made Raven fans paranoid for three and a half quarters until Shy Smith fumbles that ball, which I think Shy's gone. They're gonna get rid of Shy. Or he's just gonna be a kickoff or punt returner, but he fumbles there too. But yeah, until Sha Smith fumbles the football, we are in that game. It's a field goal game. We're down three to we're down three to six, and you know we were marching up the field, which we we never had a problem marching up the field ten yards at a time. We could do it. I mean, I'm saying we we didn't have a problem. I'm saying we we could do it as good as they could do it. Right. We, we was having as much success as they were having. No more, no less. We was in the game. Billy coming through with a message for us this week. Only thing I can say about that game is the defense showed up. The offense did not. I guess we get to see what Sam can do this week. Also, hope you gentlemen have a wonderful and happy Thanksgiving. Keep pounding. Shout out to Billy, man. Absolutely. Uh, Appreciate you. And uh, I hope you have a happy Thanksgiving as well. Me too. Uh, Everybody watch uh, my favorite Panther moment of all time. My favorite Panther moment of all time. Is it on Thanksgiving? It's Thanksgiving. Is it Luke Keekley? It's Luke Keekley's back-to-back pick six of picks of uh, Tony Romo. That is Luke Keekley in Color Rush Blue. Woo, that Color Rush Blue. Color Rush Blue. It's the last time we wore that shit, too. In God mode. Yeah, dude, that. That uh, is Luke Keekley in God mode. Oh my God! Not that this is a good thing, but also Tony Romo. Tony Romo left the stadium on the stretcher that day. Oh, I I couldn't. I, I don't remember very much about that game except that we won it, and Luke Keekley picked him off twice, back to back, and ran one of them back for a touchdown. Yeah, he was he was cracked, dude. He was a fucking cracked. It's like he walked out onto that field and owned the Dallas Cowboys that night. I do think Billy's right though, as far as. His comment goes, yeah, the defense showed up and that's it. Everything the, else was... But I don't think we expected much more than that. I mean, like I said, yeah. I, I, I went out on a limb. You did. And predicting the Baker stuff. I mean, I was hoping I would be right, but I, deep down I knew I wouldn't. Like I said, I hope Baker would have took, won that game convincingly and we would have won out and Baker would be our quarterback. I, but I don't believe it's... I didn't believe it was possible. I, I wish the same thing for Sam this week because I believe Sam Darnold has the best football IQ of the three. I believe Sam Darnold will, if he doesn't become a backup quarterback, he will end up coaching or something. I think his, his football IQ is good. His it's ability, a good understanding of the game. Yeah, is his ability is another question. Does he have the ability to quarterback a football team in the National Football League? We don't know. We're see Sunday, but, yeah, we're but, see but Sunday. the Panthers are willing to try it one more time. We paid for him, might as well. Back to that's one prediction we got right this year for sure. We said before the end of the season, you'll see all three quarterbacks, and I'll be damned if we didn't. And before before. Uh, we, we move on. I want to get to another thing that I was right about. There was an interview with Matt Rule on uh, Good Morning Football on NFL Network, I believe it is. 
Matt Rule says he looked back at his time, and the things that he didn't do was he didn't form a relationship with the players. That is what Matt Rule said until the end of his second year. That's when he finally got together with Shaq Thompson, he said, and Christian McCaffrey. And then on his third year, he just become Matt Rule from Temple. I, I was just going to be football coach Matt again from Temple University, that, that coach. And that is something that I, I said on this podcast that Matt Rule never connected in that locker room. He never had that locker room. He never wanted to be a part of that locker room. He was a player's coach in the college ranks, and then when he got that $70 million or whatever it was, $40 million, what, how much ever? $40. He changed. He became somebody else, thought he had to be somebody else, tried to run it like somebody else. And he never once connected with what we was about as an organization, and he never connected with the players. And that is why Matt Rule is not our coach anymore. Not because Matt Rule can't coach football. Because Matt Rule didn't give a shit about keep pounding Charlotte, the legacy of Sam Mills, the legacy of Cam Newton, Luke Keekley, Steve Smith. He didn't give a shit about it. He wanted to come in there and with a new owner and start something new. And it be something new. He didn't want to be attached to two losing Super Bowls. He wanted to be attached to him winning Super Bowls. And he failed. Because we could never win a Super Bowl and we're not giving up that. We're not giving up who we are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Keep pounding is a part of us now. It's we're yeah, I mean, it's who we are. Sam Sam Mills gives us identity. It all starts around him and keep pounding. Keep pounding that that is our identity. It's who we are as a football organization, good or bad. You know, it's always, yeah. You're right. You're right. I need to watch that interview though, but I, I seen you share that thing today on Facebook about it. I think it reflected on the field, which you're, I mean, you're, you're, you're saying it, like you said, you were right. I think it definitely, like, we, when, when Steve Wilkes was handed the job, we both said they looked like they wanted to play for him. Like, they, they were. They actually act like they want to play for him. I, I think he, he made some bad choices. Like, Bozeman's been on the bench. Bozeman's starting now, doing great. Terrence Marshall, where, where has he been? He, he, he makes the biggest play on offense every week. Now, this is he had the biggest, the 35-yard catch at the end of the game. I know it was garbage time, but it still was our biggest play of the game, and it's by him. And how many times has that happened? He is the leading receiver over the past four weeks. DJ Moore is not catching anything. Yeah, he's, I don't know. I think that's. You're right. I can keep his hands on anything. I don't know. I think, like I said, I was wrong when I said last week like, it's going to be an exciting game, but I followed that up with the caveat of if it's not an exciting game, we'll at least know something. And, again, I still don't think we know much. Uh, no more than we did. 
I don't, before this. <laughs> I don't think that there's very much to learn from that game, ex- except... They were just trying shit, dude. We're just trying shit. The only thing we can learn from that game is that McAdoo needs to go. I mean, McAdoo's not calling anything. There is absolutely no trust in the quarterback position for Carolina whatsoever. None. What scares me about that is that we are going to reach for a quarterback in this draft. We're going to draft one. And it's going to be emotional. We're going to do it with emotion. Because by the end of this season, we're going to be so pissed off at the quarterback position, we're, we won't want to do anything. Yeah. Every one of these quarterbacks coming out of college is going to, are going to look like a T-bone steak. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. He, he's a future quarterback. He's a future franchise quarterback. Oh, my God. Look at him. Every quarterback is going to look like that. The Facebook pages and Twitter is going to explode. Every every quarterback in this draft will have 10,000 Panther fans saying he's the best. Hendon Hooker, C.J. Stroud, Levis. Uh, I'm missing probably a bunch. Uh, the dude from Carolina. The dude from South Carolina. Everybody's going to have their 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 favorite. Every one of them's going to guarantee this quarterback. And we are going to take one of them. That is a guarantee. You know, the sad part about it is, though, I would almost like to see one of the guys that we have show up. Like, I, I really would. I would. I mean, I think everybody would. I think you wouldn't be a Panthers fan if you, weren't, if you didn't want that. But, like... The best care scenario, like I said last week, is Baker... Winning this job convincingly, winning out, becoming our quarterback at the, for next year. The best thing that can happen for this Panther football team is Sam Darnold to go nuts on Denver, which is not hard. And I don't and, foresee that happening, but and win out and convince this coaching staff that we can depend on him as a quarterback, as a game manager. You know, honestly. And have those draft picks in our pocket. Have them with our quarterback situation settled. Have those. Oh my God, man! That's what. That's what I'm. I'm saying. If you could, if you could solve the problem before we have to start making additions, then you have money to spend elsewhere. But no, honestly, I really do hope to God we win, and not just because I'm a Panthers fan. But if I have to fucking hear, which we will still probably hear it if if they lose or not, let's ride. Let's ride. Mm-hmm. That's what fucking Russell does, dude. Every time they interview him, they fucking they'll talk to him and he goes, "Let's ride." Like before he leaves, every time when he signs off, he goes, "Let's ride," and then he just jogs away. The only reason I really want I'm going to this game. Me and my friend Scott, I told him is like we can go early and might catch Sierra, might catch a glimpse of Sierra, dude. That's. That's the star of this game. If she don't show up, there She's isn't one. Then there's no star in this football game Sunday. Because the only thing that makes me feel good when I look at Baker, Mayfield, Sam Darnold, and P.J. Walker is we didn't spend $250 million on fucking Russell Wilson. You're right. Thank you for not wanting to come to Charlotte, Russell. Let's ride. Because according to something I just read on Facebook on that – Russell lives in a house with 12 bathrooms. 
<laughs> he threw seven touchdown passes. He might get one for each bathroom because he he's be the shit. <laughs> he's shit. Baker Mayfield, Russell Wilson. If if Russell Wilson was on if Russell Wilson was on our team, he would just be in the mix with the <laughs> with the other three. He'd just be a fourth guy. He'd he'd just be a fourth guy. Yeah, it'd just be it'd be it'd be like a be like when the Power Rangers link up together and make their giant anamorph dude. Um, when the game we went to, the Atlanta game, you know they're calling uh, Brian Burns uh, Spider Burns. Mm-hmm. He did the, he did a dance. At the game, and I didn't realize it was Miles Morales, right? No, no, no. it was uh, it was a uh, Spider-Man Three. Oh yeah, the, the the Venom dance. Yes, dude, he nailed it. I didn't realize that's what he was doing, and he like they put a video on their Instagram side by side, and he's like doing the like move for move, like he just it was so funny to me. Yep, the Topher Grace uh, Venom dance. I mean, uh, Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire. Topher Grace is not Venom. He wasn't. Well, he, it's the same symbiote, but wait, that's a different podcast. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. Shout out Topher Grace, though. I like him. Mm-hmm. Um, but nah, man, we do got another message. We got one from Josh. We want to hear that. You want to hear that? Yeah, let's do it. Please tell me I'll never have to see Baker Mayfield again. Please, I can't deal with this, especially with a good defense that's playing right now. I'm just tired of this carousel. I just want it to end. And Josh, I can tell you, this carousel will end week 17. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're riding this to the wheels fall off, man. There, I don't see this quarterback situation being solved. Also, we, we also have to think about this. We're One of the three quarterbacks on our roster is going to get signed next year. If Sam Darnold is going to be and Baker Mayfield are going to be backup quarterbacks, why not sign them here? I mean, they can be backups. Uh, I mean, what are we going to do with the quarterback? Are we going to scrap all three quarterbacks, draft a rookie, throw him to the Wolves? Well, I mean, what do you mean by throwing to the Wolves with – We've got to have a veteran on the roster. We've okay, got so to have a veteran on the roster. Uh, yeah, probably. I think uh, what will happen is we will throw away two of the three that we have, maybe. Well, probably. I don't know. Anyway, we will probably end up getting a rookie quarterback, and we'll probably keep whoever wants the smallest paycheck. Because at this point, I don't think – well, I can't say anything for Sam Darnold. I need to see him play before I make this statement. But as of right now, neither P.J. nor Baker Mayfield has shown me why they should be the starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers indefinitely for the rest of the season and next year. Like, you know, do you know, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't think I don't think there's a there's a definite reason to say, oh yeah, these this is the guy we keep. So when it comes down to it, if we end, if we end the season still in a quarterback crisis, we get rid of. One or two of them, we draft a rookie and we keep whoever wants the smallest paycheck. Because as of right now, I haven't seen any the lack of ability or more ability than the other. I don't. We we still got Matt Corral. Yeah, he's on IR. This would have been his rookie year. He would have no doubt got a shit ton of playing time this year. 
we would would know right now if Matt Corral was our quarterback or not by now. So that leaves him in limbo. So we've got him, who's practically a rookie because he's only played one preseason game. So he's practically a rookie. He's never had – we don't know. We'll probably keep him then. So we're going to keep two rookie quarterbacks on our roster? That I don't see that happening. That it, it, it's going to get our, our offseason is going to be interesting at the quarterback position, no doubt. A lot of drama. Definitely a lot of drama. Some people are going to be pissed because, like I said, I think Baker or Sam one makes this team next year. Ooh, I think that uh, yeah, probably. Oh. Theory, you know what though? Gotta have you got to have a veteran quarterback on this roster. You got to. Just because, even when you're a shit team, you still want somebody who knows how to drive the fucking bus. Even if they can't drive it right, you, you still want to look like you're a professional football team. Fair enough. I don't know. I, I think I think we'll know more. We'll know more once we've completed the full quarterback trifecta this year. We'll know more after Sunday. Hopefully, we won't have to hear "Let's Ride." Um, but uh, uh, that's weird. Yeah, I'm going to the Denver game, and I will have seen three starting quarterbacks. I've seen all three season. of them start. I might. Hey, if we win, I could see all three of them win. That would be crazy. That would be a good season. <laughs> a good. A good. I mean, good to have tickets to see for sure. I seen Baker beat the Saints. I seen PJ beat Atlanta and Tampa Bay. I could see Sam beat the Broncos, maybe. Maybe. Hey, it's a possibility. What do we think, though? What do we think as far as like uh, our comment last week was Baker's going to be on a short leash? Think Sam's on a short leash as, leash as well? He, I think Sam's going to play the whole game. I think he makes it through the whole game. Yeah, I mean, if you can let Baker play the whole game, you can. I think we're going to win. I think we're going to run the shit out of the ball. Denver is horrible. They they can't do nothing. I mean, their offense is horrible. Yeah. Our defense is good. I think we're going to run the shit out of the ball. Sam's going to throw some screen passes. And we're going to win. I'd love to see it. I think it – I think – I picked them this week in my pick'em league. Yeah, we're, we're this is an opponent where we're equal with. Yeah, I, I know. I don't foresee it being. Uh, I foresee this being a boring game, though. I do. I potentially, I think this could be a game where we do our best at, where we look our best. Ooh, because of the opponent, no doubt. Let's <laughs> ride. But it is funny to always hear Panthers fans are like, oh, it's going to take about three or four seasons. It's going to take about, yeah, it's going to take about three, four, three or four seasons. We're Think going. if you're a, a Browns fan or a Lions fan, a Jets fan, Jags Jets fan. fans feel a little better this year. I mean, not great, but they're feeling a little better. But the Lions and the Browns have never seen a Super Bowl. Week uh, week 12 predictions. I have Carolina winning. I have Carolina winning. I ain't going to give no score because I don't really give a shit about predicting the games at this point. Uh, I'm more interested in um, this prediction. Um, Who starts at quarterback the next game after this one? P.J. Walker. You think P.J. is going to start? I don't know if we got a bye week after this. I'm not sure. 
if our bye week is 13 or 14. And we have a bye week next week. So we've got the bye week next week. Week 14, 13. I, I think PJ's going to start week 14. I think so too. Because there'll Again. be no excuse for him not to. That high ankle sprain's got to be healed by now, buddy. Seattle. Yeah. And it's a trip to Seattle. Geno Smith versus PJ Walker is a good story. If you enjoyed this, please give us a follow on Spotify. Follow us on uh, Facebook at the Panthers Poor. Submit your uh, questions or your topic suggestions or just anything you'd like to say. You can give it to us through Facebook Messenger or uh, Instagram. Not Instagram. Uh, Facebook Messenger um, is the best way. Uh, send an audio message. Let us know what you want to say and give us a follow. Uh, we'll be back here week you won't hear from us. Well, yeah, you will. Still here week 13. Yeah. So we got Denver this week and then about a week. Mm-hmm. So you'll hear Denver, the Denver episode, and then we'll be out of your ears for a week. Until then, enjoy your Thanksgiving. As always, let's go Panthers. And keep pounding. Go, <laughs> go USA.